0: Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our beloved brother and fellow worker, and to Apphia, our sister, and to Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church of your house. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Philemon's love and faith. I thank my God always, making mention of you in my prayers, because I hear of your love and of the faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints, and I pray that the fellowship of your faith may become effective through the knowledge of every good thing which is in you for Christ's sake. For I have come to have much joy and comfort in your love, because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother Therefore, though I have enough confidence in Christ to order you to do what is proper, yet for love's sake I rather appeal to you, since I am such a person as Paul, the aged and now also a prisoner of Christ Jesus. Plea for Onesimus, a free man. I appeal to you for my child, Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my imprisonment, who formerly was useless to you, but now is useful both to you and to me. I have sent him back to you in person, that is, sending my very heart, whom I wish to keep with me so that on your behalf he might minister to me in my imprisonment for the gospel. But without your consent I did not want to do anything so that your goodness would not be in effect by compulsion but of your own free will. For perhaps he was... For this reason, separated from you for a while, that you would have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. If then you regard me a partner, accept him as you would me. But if he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge that to my account. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will repay it, not to mention to you that you owe to me even your own self as well. Yes, brother, let me benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ, having confidence in your obedience. I write to you since I know that you will do even more than what I say. At the same time, also prepare me a lodging. For I hope that through your prayers, I will be given to you. Epiphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, greet you as do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Philemon is obviously uh, someone who's working with Paul and with all the other uh, disciples in spreading the word and and spreading Christianity and speaking of the good news of Jesus Christ. But at this time, as he's writing this letter, Paul is in prison. And he's taken on many people that uh, have been students or that have been uh, raised up by him, which is uh, Jewish tradition, that they would take on apprentices. And he took on this apprentice to raise him up for the purpose of continuing the work. And Onesimus was a younger person who was left to Paul to care for and to raise up and to basically disciple. But the thing is, disciple or discipling Onesimus um, was good, but it reached that point where he said, I need to now send him back. I need to send him out. And that is the, this is Paul. Uh, exercising the gift of being an apostle, which is a gift given to the body through Jesus Christ. So when you talk about Ephesians and in the, in the fivefold ministry, those are gifts that Jesus gave, he himself gave to the body for the building up to equip them so that they can do the work. So the apostle... Um, raises people up, calls them, raises them up as they've received their calling and prepares them. But then the apostle sends them out to do the work. And there's a process between the calling and the sending. For Paul himself, it was 14 years. 14 years between when he was called and when he was sent. And You see that in the book of Acts. So he was called up and he was given a task before he was actually sent out. The task was to take some money that they had raised up to go care for another community. Um, but that wasn't the sending out. That was this first kind of, a, here's, your, here's your first act uh, to do, your first task. Um, and then, of course, when someone can be trusted with little, then they can be trusted with more. They're going to be given more and more. So... Paul was raised up, he was called, he was prepared, and then he was sent out. Now Paul, being an apostle, he is, um, Onesimus was called, and Paul equipped him, raised him up, and now he is sending. He's sending him out. And he said to Philemon, he's coming to you, so it's your choice. You can keep him and you can use him as a brother, Not as a slave like he was before, but as a brother. Don't look at him the same as you did before. Now, when you do this, have him as an equal. Also in the Bible, it says this. It says, God says that the older generations look at the younger generations, men and women. It says the older generations look at the younger generations as equals. But the younger generations are supposed to respect older generations as elders but an equal so if i am raising up a younger person in the ministry i need to look at them as a brother not as a student not as a servant but as a brother and then because i'm older and i've been there and done that they're supposed to Uh, look on he would be supposed to look on me as an elder you know because my age and experience but that is the way God ordained it to be and he said that so here where Onesimus was with Philemon and he was with him as a servant sent to Paul Paul raised him up he's sending him back and saying now, no longer look at him like you did before. He's been trained. He's no longer a servant. He's your brother. Utilize him in continuing our quest of expanding the good news and growing the church in essence. So for us, when we have people that we've known in the past, when we've known them to be... um maybe somebody who's been foolish or even is flat out wicked. What we need to do is be ready to accept people changed and new. Redemption is available for everyone. Redemption is not something that's just for a certain elect. We all have been given free choice and we all have the opportunity to be redeemed, but redeemed back to the way God intended for us to be. And that's a lot of what we do with our ministry is we'll take in people who are broken and take them in. It's kind of a serious kind of sounding. But we have events to where people will come to these events. And we just um, we want to create and foster an environment to where they encounter God and they can discover the truth that God has spoken over them. So we're just wanting to foster that, that environment. We want to give them the tools to send them out in the wilderness to where they have the ability to go and discover. We want to give them the tools so that they can go out in the wilderness and hear from God. And then they come back and not one of them has come back unchanged. But they've heard from the Father. They've met with the Father. And they've, they've uncovered truth. They've discovered it. And then we give them the means and the ability and the knowledge to be able to live that out. But not that their pursuit is finished, but that's just the beginning. And there's more uncovering that they can do when they go back home. There's more. They can encounter the Holy Spirit every single day, and they should. So whenever they come to us and they're broken, some of them don't even realize how broken they are. When we send them back, we, we give them warnings and telling them that those people back home don't know what you've just gone through. And so the enemy's going to try to twist and pervert and distract and totally destroy every, every bit of ground that you've gained to get you back where you were. Don't let them have victory. Go home and be the change. And eventually, people will understand, they'll see the consistency. Don't do it by your words. Do it by your actions. Live as God intended you to live. So those people who receive them back home are just like Philemon. Who's now receiving back Onisimus. And as they're doing that, they need to have fresh eyes. A fresh perspective. And to be able to receive them as a new redeemed being. So, Father, I just pray that we have the ability to use fresh eyes, that we could open up our spiritual eyes to all of your children and knowing that that we may have seen them in a different light, but now with you, they're changed, they're renewed, they're redeemed. And let us be um, a partner with them in helping them to fulfill what you've called them to do rather than being an obstacle for them. Father, I pray that we can receive... um, your people, and help them to live as you've intended for them to live. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, Maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's Word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at org, and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, Thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIP Ministries. God bless.